slow-mo van Slowdive. We hebben er 22 jaar op moeten wachten. Maar sinds vandaag is hij er eindelijk. Een nieuw album, self-titled, en het is uit op Dead Oceans. En dan interview met Wright, een van die shoegaze oergroepen. Gitarist en zanger Andy Bell en uh, Mark Gardner, die waren woensdag in Brussel. En in de kelder van Pias, daar interviewden we de heren van Wright. One of the great elements about Wright is Lizzie's drumming. And certainly nowhere is full of really exciting drums. And also going blank again is. But I think when, t- when we did um, Carnival of Light, I think John Leckie's um, relationship with Loz just on the drumming sort of constrained him a little bit too much. I think he felt, I don't know, it sort of reduced the drums a bit to me on that album. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. It feels reduced. Yeah, possibly, It's yeah. not the full strength of Loz Colbert. Um, But I think on this record we just done, we totally embraced the, the, the drum, you know, the live sound of the drums as one thing, as a real strength. Yeah, there's a definitely devil in the detail thing and the beats were, we really thought a lot about that. I think that, that was, I mean, Errol works really well with all of us, but he certainly had a good connection with Loz and Errol being someone that does yeah. a lot of beats, more sort of beat stuff. So what does he bring to the table uh, producing-wise? He's um, very patient with sounds and really like follows through ideas that we, you know, he can tell what we're trying to get to. Uh, he can predict what the end result can be and then he can help us to get to that result. So yeah. um, there's a lot of attention, a lot of capturing of good moments and then the patience to kind of work on those moments afterwards to sort of make them sound right, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and a, and a good bounce point so that we could just be in the band kind of thing. It sounds a bit silly, but it, if yeah. you've got someone you can bounce off, then you can just operate more and be those people in the band again rather than thinking too much about, you know, the, the, the more production side of it. I mean, he kind of yeah. took that all on, which I think is really good. It sort of releases you in that way, which mm-hmm. is what good sort of producers and engineers do, really. The new album is coming out on Wichita. How did you end up on that label? We, well, we, um, at the time when we were finishing the record, uh, management uh, spoke to a few, well, had some ideas, really. I mean, we just really sort of followed the advice of our management, really. And, of course, we have a, a really nice link with uh, Dick Green and Mark Bowen, who were both, or especially Dick Green, who was very uh, Alan McGee's partner in Creation Records. So um, we took advice, and when, then when we met Dick again it was great to see Dick again and it actually felt really nice to have some kind of link from back then to now and what he was doing now um, in a world that's completely different in a world of variables it was nice to have some kind of links back to things that you knew that worked really well and trust I mean there's a real trust inherent trust there with with someone like Dick Green and uh, he's a great guy and he's got a great label and he's still still in still in it and doing the music like as we are really Andy en Mark van Wright. Zoals al zeiden, daarnet in het interview vroeger zaten ze op Creation. Uh, hun nieuwste album gaat uitkomen op Wichita. Dat gaat uh, Weather Diaries heten en dat komt uit in juni op 16 juni, meer bepaald. We gaan een nummer van op dat album Weather Diaries draaien. Charm Assault van Wright en zo dadelijk nog meer interview.
Charm Salt van Ride. Nieuwe album gaat dus uh, Weather Diaries heten en komt in juni uit. Daarnet vertelde ze in een interview uh, waarom hun nieuwe album op Wichita gaat uitkomen en ook waarom ze samenwerkten met producer Errol Alkan. Uh, er zijn trouwens de laatste tijd wel meer shoegaze groepen die uh, opnieuw optreden en albums uitbrengen. Denk bijvoorbeeld aan Slow Dive, daarnet ook in de uitzending, maar Bloody Valentine of uh, Jesus and the Mary Chain. Maar uh, van waar, vroeg ik de heren, komt die hernieuwde interesse voor het genre? The first answer is Primavera Festival in, in Barcelona um, have booked all these bands to play and, and managed to get them all out of retirement. <laughs> so uh, that's an impressive thing and sometime, sometime history will look back and find that person that did that or a group of people and just, yeah. you know, from on behalf of all of the old rockers say thank you very much for that. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's certainly, that's what gave us our... Um, initiative to start doing this again. Um, yeah. There had been a few kind of half offers and not really serious offers that had come in that, that we looked at and just or hadn't worked for timing reasons or whatever. But this was the time when it fitted into our schedules and all that kind of thing. So we were able to do it, and then it just led on to to doing a lot more. Mm. So, and also when you sort of say all these bands, I mean, it's like you mentioned three, and for me. They, they had some real quality about them um, w- w- with what they did and I think if you've got that quality then it doesn't you don't get stuck in a a rut of okay it was just for that period or it was just shoegaze or whatever you know that music's grown and probably like ourselves you maybe some of those people have realised that you see the records that keep selling and the, the, the growth of the band happens even when you're not playing it, I guess and good quality music kind of becomes it doesn't doesn't go away really I mean not, without trying to kind of put down our bands and bands like us a lot of it's to do with the demographic demographic of the audience as well like people that are the age of our fans and probably have the disposable income to spend on festivals and someone realised oh mm. they're all going to come to the festivals if we book their favourite bands you know and mm. I suppose that comes into it as well it's not just always about the music thing yeah, yeah but we're just the lucky recipients in that case
Drive Blind van Ride van op hun self-titled. Daarnet vertelden ze dat uh, Primavera de katalysator voor uh, de doorstart van uh, veel shoegees groepen. En zeker in hun geval. Um, uh, de 25e mei is het trouwens hiphop 106 op Scorpio. En dus uh, vroegen we de heren van Ride welke hiphop albums absoluut in zo'n lijst zouden moeten zitten. Three Feet High and Rising. Ja, dat was zo. Introducing. Ja. Jouw bemmerste show. I go back to. Um, well, I mean. Africa Bambata in a way. Some of the original. Transacoose stuff. That was. Probably a bit more electro. That was really hard. We finally managed to get Africa Bambata into the list, but there was a lot of people who. who who'd rather put other stuff in there. So yeah. h- how would you justify, because I, I also like them, but how would you justify well, just putting them into it? it in terms of being an originator. Yeah, I'm total originator. I mean, I'd never heard, when I first heard that music, I never, that's the first time I really heard that, you know, it's just like, wow, what is that? Um, and, I mean, and obviously they were taking parts out of Kraftwerk um, for some of the bigger hits and Clever and Great mm-hmm. and Zulu Nation and that's like the whole what it did as well for, for New York at that point stopped people fighting and it, and it actually kind of got people dancing and battling it out together in that way when New York was in a terrible terrible state so I think it's really it's incredible what it did I mean in the same way that Scar I'm sorry I'm going off the subjects now but Scar music was incredible for racial tensions in Britain as well did far more for black and white kids dancing and being cool and fashion than any politicians managed to do at that time And I loved ska music as well, that, you know, sort of ska, and then I kind of got quite into hip-hop electro thing and then the music that, that we do now as well. Uh, you also mentioned Hey Yo Bummer's show. Um, mm. That album didn't make the cut. Why would you say uh, Hey Yo? Uh, because it, it started it all off. And um, that's, that's my 98, right? And um, Terminator X speaks with his hands and the meters, the meters sample... It's one of my favorite public enemy tunes, you know. That one. Um, oh, is um, Joe Dilla Donuts on the list? That's mm. probably one of the best ones. Got that like three. Got that on three different vinyls. <laughs> yeah, I think we got a lot of stuff from the late '80s, early '90s, and then yeah. a lot of stuff from the early 2000s as so well. Eric B and Rakim. Yeah. Move the crowd, is it? No. Um, um, the one with the with all the, the, the dollar bills on the yeah, cover. Yeah, paid in full. Paid in full. Yeah, paid in full. Yeah. Yeah, that's an absolute classic as well. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that inf- that's so yeah. strong and it's still Late ages, so in music now. Is the best it never goes era, away. I think. But there's, there's been, there's been a res- there was a resurgence with the Jay Diller type stuff, which is much more like getting away from the whole guns and whatever bragging sort of hip-hop mm. back to something more musical back to something that's more connected to sampling and inventiveness in the studio you know that's mm. like really using those turntables and well probably not using those turntables but yeah that sort of mentality which is where it all came from I yeah suppose. yeah
Grasshopper van Wright. Ja, nog een laatste stukje interview met de heren van Wright. Gaan we er tegenaan gooien. Um, het is trouwens een goede combinatie, hip-hop en Wright. Daarnet vertelden ze over hun liefde voor Public Enemy, De La Soul, Eric B. en Rakim, Jay Dilla ook. Um, ze gaan nog eventjes door in het stukje interview. Ze zijn ook fan van Kanye West. Maar de hamvraag is natuurlijk, welk album? Or... I think it's Jesus is my favorite. Jesus? The black skinned one. Is that the black skinned one? Um, and it's, uh, I'm not sure. The hurry up with Dan Poussons, which, which... Um, I don't remember off the top. I think it is that one. Yeah, I think it is. Because he's also quite quite a controversial artist, and or some of his albums at least yeah. are very. Oh, he was. I think he was at his best when he was making beats for Jay Z. Actually, um, doing like he was doing did some really um, kind of forward-thinking stuff with speeding up samples, like very speeding them and. And also rejigging the the parts, you know, rejigging the parts of a sample like on Izzo, you know, when he did that mm-hmm. Jackson Five sample for for Jay Z that just cut the it cut instead of just using the the one bar of a famous song, he made a new melody out of it. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of the hate from for uh, Kanye comes from is that people don't realize what he does as a producer. Yeah, and they mostly fix on his. Persona, yeah, mm. which is quite no, he's, outrageous. He's incredibly talented. Mm. I just think he's brilliant. You know, um, Cypress so in that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Sunday. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, genius. Yeah, I think we got most of the obvious ones. Yeah, I think our our only big problem was from uh, because it's it's of course it's dominated by the United States, and we wanted to get some other countries involved. Uh, France and um, oh, we got one UK album. Which one? Uh, Boy in the Corner from uh, Dizzy Rascal. Dizzy Rascal. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Technically, yeah. you could say that it's it's grime, and so I was going to say it's a lot of grime. You know, obviously now, if you did that list now mm-hmm. in the UK, you'd have like Skepta and <laughs> grime. Isn't it? Comes up, come up a bit today. Yeah. yeah. But it's uh, our reasoning was it's it's quite early. He did a lot of uh, things himself on that album, so as long as you got your reasoning and you're happy with it, then you stick to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, de heren van Ride. Hun nieuwe album gaat dus Weather Diaries heten en komt op 16 juni uit op Wichita. We gaan nog een laatste nummer draaien, eentje van hun allerbekendste uh, album. We gaan de titeltrack draaien, Nowhere van Ride.
Ride met Nowhere. We blijven nog eventjes hier. We gaan nergens anders naartoe. We gaan vrijkaarten weggeven voor Folexoid en Blindshake. Die komen op 25 mei naar de AB. Dat is op hemelvaart. Folexoid, dat is Chileense kruid. En Blindshake, dat is garage uit Minneapolis. Straks misschien ook trouwens nog een andere artiesten aan bod laten komen van Minneapolis. Maar in ieder geval voor vrijkaarten mail je naar sterreplaten at radioscorpio.be En als onderwerp in je mail schrijf je dan Flexoid of uh, Blindshake. Dus mailen naar sterreplaten at radioscorpio.be We gaan er eentje draaien, een ouder nummer van Flexoid, Sky Input 2.
Sky Input 2 van uh, Folaxoid. En die heren die treden op samen met Blind Shake op 25 mei in de AB. Voor vrijkaarten mail je naar sterrenplaten at radioscorpio.be en schrijf Folaxoid of uh, Blind Shake als onderwerp in je mail. Trouwens, uh, Folaxoid die hebben voor Record Store Day twee nummers heropgenomen met Jay Spaceman. Dat is uh, die man van Spaceman 3 en van Spiritualized ook. Uh, dat album heet trouwens London Sessions. En op diezelfde dag, uh, 25 mei, Hemelvaartsdag, dan is het ook hip-hop 106 op Radio Scorpio. We zenden live uit vanuit De Optimist, dat is uh, een nieuw café op de Vismarkt. Dus uh, als je niet naar Volkshoid kan gaan, dan moet je maar luisteren naar de hip-hop 106. En dan is van Moving Furniture Records, dat is een label gevestigd in Amsterdam. En dat is opgericht door Sietse van Erve, oftewel Orfax. Het... Uh, de release die we gaan draaien is een samenwerking tussen Orfax en Machinefabriek. Um, en het is eigenlijk uh, minimale elektronica. Op de hoest staat trouwens een pingpongtafel. En uh, het staat een beetje... Uh, je kan het zien als een soort van analogie voor de manier waarop dat, uh, uh, muzikale ideeën op elkaar afkaatsen. Maar in ieder geval, we gaan de titeltrack draaien. Weer kaatsing van Orfax en Machinefabriek. Thank you. 
kaatsing van Orfax en Machinefabriek van op uh, het gelijknamige album komt op 1 juni uit op Moving Furniture Records. Op de hoest staat trouwens een pingpongtafel, dat zei ik daarnet al. En u weet dat misschien of niet, maar zowel Maarten als ik, die hebben een uh, bescheiden pingpongverleden. Uh, en dan een soloalbum, het allereerste uh, van Loke Rabeck. Er zit eigenlijk alles in wat hij eerder al gedaan heeft in andere projecten. Er zit noise in, er zit uh, drones in, maar ook hele rustige pianostukken. En het komt binnen één week uit op Editions Migo. Draai de titeltrack City of Women van Loke Rabeck. <middels> 